Hello guys, I'm back with another creepy story, and this time it's about a creepy friend, but this creepy friend was actually not a dude friend, it was actually another girl. And it's gonna take the place over actually quite a few months, it's gonna show her descent into creepiness or the creepy things that happened between her and I. Um, and we're gonna start at the beginning to show you how normal she was until the end where things were weird. So, that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, and listen to the story, shall we? All right, let's go. All right, guys, so before we go ahead and get into the story, I'm going to give you a little rundown on what's been going on this week. I've been still on my Project Burnout, only my new round of Project Burnout is any candles that don't have a lid on them. Um, right now, I'm getting to the very bottom of a eucalyptus mint candle. It smells very fresh, very clean, like eucalyptus and mint, <laughs> um, and very good and very sweet. The next candle I'm going to use up um, once this is gone, because I have a feeling if it's not gone by tonight, it'll be gone by tomorrow for sure. The next one that I plan to use up is a candle called Citrus and Shine. Basically it's got notes of fresh citrus fruits and sweet berries, and it smells very, very, very delicious. It almost smells like a fruit salad, like, or like some really, really good, like, cleansers but like not in a gross cleansery kind of way do you know what I mean you know those cleansers that are meant to like make your room smell really good and not just like ammonia and bleach and shit like that yeah <laughs> anyways um that's what's going on with my project burnout as for other updates in my life um Right now, currently just like working on chores like always and also somewhat working on laundry. I did seven loads of laundry today. Like I'm probably going to wait till tomorrow and start folding them throughout the week like as I go. But I did seven loads of laundry to get you guys. How did I have seven loads of laundry in my house? Sheesh. That, and it wasn't even all of it. Seriously, I have a lot of laundry. I Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Don't ask why. I don't know why. Anyways, um, from there we're going to go ahead and get into the story. But before we do, let's take a little moment to listen to uh, me on behalf of Anchor, our lovely sponsor today. So we'll, we'll, we'll go listen to this ad that I read to you guys. All right, and since we've had our little ad, um, it is time for me to ask you the question of the week, which is... What is one chore that you didn't know you were neglecting doing until you did it and it was a lot? You know, like the laundry for me. <laughs> or dishes. Dishes are never fucking ending, aren't they? Anyways, go ahead and leave it in the community tab or go to my Instagram and leave it over there um, if you want. And now we're going to go ahead and get into the story. So go ahead and sit tight. Alright guys, are you ready to strap into our little time machine and take it back to back in the day? Back to baby me? Okay, let's take it back to about 2006. Alright, this is when the story happened and I'm going to give everybody some names. So we're going to have a lady named Red who is my mom's friend and her daughter Bonnie. Um, there might be other side characters in there, but I'm not too worried about them. 
The story takes place mainly with Bonnie. The reason I'm gonna I gave Red a name is because she does pop up in the story multiple times. So here we go. We're in our time machine going back to 2006. So we're here at 2006, and there came a t a day where my mom needed to go pick something up at her friend's house. So of course, you know, she asked if I wanted to go with her. I was at home bored on a Saturday, so I said yes. Like I would let I would like to ride with you. So it's in a city next to our city called Ceres, and so we drive over to Ceres, and when we get there, we go in the house. I had never met Red before. I'd never met Bonnie before. I never met either of these ladies before that I know of, or that I remember before this. Um, and we get inside the house and. My mom and Red are talking, my mom is grabbing whatever she needs to grab, and Red brings up that Bonnie is trying to go into Modesto, where we live, for a get-together with a friend. So, my mom is just like, oh yeah, like, where's she going? Like, what's going on there? And, like, Red tells my mom, like, kind of about where she's going, and Bonnie steps in and is like, yeah, and we're just doing this and this and that, and it's at this place. So... My mom was just like, all right, well, we're going that way anyways, so why not just, like, ride with us that way? And offers her a ride, and this is, now remember, I didn't officially like this. I kind of met them, but didn't really, because my mom was doing all the talking. I was a little more backward and shy back then, so I wasn't saying a whole lot. I wasn't really talking to anybody. I was just kind of hanging out, and when we get in the car... Bonnie and my mom are in the front seat because obviously Bonnie needs to give my mom directions to what specific house she's going to and I am just kind of along for the ride in the back seat. And so in the front, my mom and Bonnie are kind of talking and again, like I said, I'm just along for the ride in the back seat. So that's how that day went. And then from then on, most times my mom would go to Red's, I would go too, and eventually Bonnie and I did start talking, kind of bonding. And she was a little bit older. I was getting ready to go to high school and she was getting ready to graduate high school. So when we started talking and like bonding and hanging out and stuff, when our, mainly it was just like if she was there and I showed up there, so our moms were hanging out, we would hang out and she would give me like advice about high school, advice about boys, just like general advice about everything. And I would ask questions and I, I would talk to her more than I talked to my older sister, Molly, about all kinds of stuff. And she would always constantly tell me, like, don't be afraid of high school and don't let boys tell you what to do and don't let boys do this. And, and you know, if you don't like people, don't let them, like, have control of your life. Don't let them tell you what to do or push you around, like, all this stuff. And so her and I started getting really close. And I started looking up to her as, like, a big sister figure to me. And eventually it gets to be time for her high school graduation. So... This this night was kind of a big night for her, and I'm going to get into it in the next segment before this one gets too long. So hold on to your butts. We're going to fast forward in our time machine a little bit. All right, so like I said, jumping forward through time a little bit to 2007. It is now the end of the school year. Um, I didn't get to graduate eighth grade because I was going to summer school, but we did get to go to Bonnie's graduation. She had pulled this big deal about not wanting to go to her graduation and walk stage because most of their family lived in another state. Mainly who lived there was Red, Bonnie, and Bonnie's boyfriend. Everyone else lived back on the East Coast or close to the East Coast. 
And so Bonnie was like, why? Like, my family's not here. I don't want to do this. I don't care. So um, Red and my mom kind of struck up the steel since they were super close at the time that my sister, Amanda, and my mom and I would go to this graduation. We made her a sign and everything saying, hey, like, we're not your family, but we're here. Like, what's up? Like, and I remember being totally embarrassed because my mom and sister made a big deal about holding up the sign. And at the time, I was that kid who I just wanted to blend in and disappear. Like, please don't look at me. And people were, like, looking at us because we were, like, holding a sign for her. And not a lot of other people had signs. And we were, like, hella screaming. Well, they were. I was just kind of like, oh, no, no, no. Like, cower in my chair. Don't look over here, you know? So anyways, um, we, the graduation goes great. Goes off without a hitch. We, she gets out of the graduation and we go to dinner and she's very happy. Bonnie and I are talking and Amanda is talking and we all have to figure out a way because her mom started ordering alcoholic beverages for her and her mom, you know, to celebrate because she graduated high school. It's a big deal. And I wanted one. And of course, my mom was telling me like, no, girl, like you are 14 years old. You don't need to be drinking. You don't need to be doing any of that shit. You are 14 years old. No. So we made this plan of we're going to wait until if at any point there's a time when both of our parents leave the table, she's going to pour part of her drink into my cup. So drink my cup down. And I'm just like, hell yeah, like, let's do it. So I drink my cup down. And at one point, her mom got up to get her like one last drink because she asked her mom for like one last drink. And... My mom got up and was like, I don't know what she, if she was paying the bill or what she or ordering a dessert. I don't remember exactly what she was doing, but both the parents were gone. My sister even was gone because I think my sister got up to go to the bathroom. And so I'm just like, hell yeah, like pour that drink in my drink. Like, here you go. Here's my empty cup. Like pour it over here. So she just poured it in my drink and it was a pina colada, so I got to drink a pina colada, or half of a pina colada, because she drank the other half, um, and yeah, so I got to drink half a pina colada for her graduation, but it, that was a really fun night, and then after the high school graduation, um, oh, my mom and her mom never found out about the drink, I don't think, or at least if they did, they didn't say anything to me about it. I don't know, but after the high school graduation, we continued again hanging out whenever I would go with to Reds with my mom, which was all the time. If my mom offered to take me with her over there, I I would say hell yeah because I knew Bonnie was gonna be there, and me and Bonnie were like th- getting pretty close at this point, so I was just like hell yeah. So next comes up the Reno trip, so we're gonna fast forward through time a little bit longer. So hold on to your seats you guys strap in if you haven't already it's about to get good okay okay so something to keep in mind over the summer bonnie had moved so she could go do this um program she was going to be a she was working on like this program where they take high school graduates and they let them like work as junior like how do i explain this junior forest service officers or junior forest service guides you know when you go to a campground and you see the like the dude in the uniform who's like the the forestry guy or the forest police basically 
that one of those she was gonna she was in a program where they were training them to become those basically and um it was something you would do for like your college or if you were gonna go to college for that essentially and so she moved up to surprisingly not far from where I am now up into Yosemite and for the summer so I literally was like oh she's gone like she's not coming back so she was gone during that time and then I think she moved back where the rest of her family was for a while as well because it was a good couple years before the Reno trip happened so here we are now we're fast forwarding through time uh, yet again the year is I want to I want to say 2008, but it could have been 2009. No, it was 2009. Yep, 2009. Anyway, so 2009, summer of 2009, towards like the middle-ish almost end of the summer, and my mom is telling me that her and Red are going to go to Reno for a night just to go gamble and whatever, and I can just go because I have family out that way. I could go visit my family out that way while they go gamble and do whatever I want, whatever they want. So I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. So the drive up there was really fun. We were just going to stay for the one night. We got up there. Uh, my mom allowed me to have an adult beverage. I had a rum and coke um, it there with them in the room. And then basically they went and did their thing and I basically just walked around the rest of the I believe we say the gold nugget resort I don't remember but I just went and kind of walked around the the casino resort area like the lower floors where all the shopping and the other stuff is at and they kind of just went and did their gambling thing in the slot machines and so I'm just doing all the stuff having fun all that and at about 10 p.m. I go back to the room and basically go to bed by myself because they're out gambling, whatever. Not a big deal. Um, while I was in the room just like getting ready for bed and watching TV, whatever, my mom comes in and we start talking. I'm like, oh, where's Red? Red is downstairs. Um, I guess her husband was coming up or boyfriend at the time was coming up because he supposedly like didn't trust her and didn't want her up there by herself, I guess. I don't know. They had a weird relationship. I'm not going to go into it. Anyways, um, so my mom starts talking to me about Bonnie and how Bonnie is back and how I was like, oh, is she back or is she going to move back? And she said, no, I think she's getting ready to move back if she isn't back already. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So anyways, um, the next day we wake up, I go visit my family we go to our show that we're going to go do, see because we went to a Cirque du Soleil show, well, kind of. And at our show, we're talking all about how Bonnie is going to move back. And then she tells me, oh, yeah, Bonnie is back. Like, Red tells us, like, Bonnie is back. And I'm surprised you, like, didn't want to stay the night at my house with her and, like, hang out. <laughs> and I'm like, I had no idea she was back. Like, I haven't talked to her since the last time I saw her, which was, like, two years ago maybe three or two years ago. Yeah. So she was like, Oh yeah, well she's at, she's home. Like anyways, so we go see our show. We go back to our room and we go to bed right in her fiance husband 
go out there and play like the slot machines and do whatever they're going to do. And then he leaves at like four or five in the morning. So we get up the next day and we go eat our breakfast and then we leave. And as we're leaving, like on the way home, we stop and eat at this place called Squeeze Inn somewhere. I don't remember where it was, but it was really good food. So we have our lunch now and then we continue the rest of the way home. And when I get home... Or when we drop Red off, guess who's waiting for us? Bonnie! So I run inside, of course, to say hi to my friend because I haven't seen her in a couple of years. And she was telling me, like, man, why didn't you stay the night with me? It would have been so much fun. Like, we could have stayed up watching scary movies and, like, eating all the snacks. And just, like, having girl time. Like, why didn't you come over? I missed you. And I was just like, girl, I didn't know you were even here. Like, I missed you too. But, like... Now that you've mentioned that, I, I want to do that one of these nights. And so we kind of like made a plan in our mind, like one of these nights we're going to come and just have a sleepover together. So I told my mom like, hey, next time you and you and Red go out or you and Red have like a night out or whatever or hang out, like I want to come back so me and Bonnie can have like a sleepover. Like that would be so fun. And my mom was just like, hell yeah, like let's do it. Which, by the way, we never wound up doing it, but that was the Reno trip, and that's how I found out Bonnie was back in town after she moved away. Um, so, needless to say, the after party of all, or the aftermath of all this, even though I knew she was back, like throughout the rest of that summer for the next couple of weeks or so, um, I'd started hanging out a lot with T-Bone and some other people from school. Occasionally I would go with my mom, but every time I would, uh, Bonnie wouldn't be there. And the times that Bonnie was there and my mom went over there, I was always busy like hanging out with my friends and going places and dating different people. So for the next couple years, even though Bonnie was back, her and I still didn't really keep up with each other. So we weren't like, it wasn't like what it used to be. Now... Hold on to your butts again because we got, this is like the real turning point where things are going to start getting creepy for, for me. Okay. So hold on to your butts. This time when I say we're going to take a jump in time, we're really going to take a jump in time. So just hang on. All right. We're in our time machine and we're rocket jump into 2011. I know that doesn't seem like a huge time leap, but three years can do a lot. Um, so I, my mom and Red were no longer as close. They hadn't been since, Red, since Bonnie and I weren't as close. And since, you know, Red got married and whatever and had that weird relationship, her and my mom were just not as close. And so Bonnie was the furthest thing from my mind. At this point, I'm hanging out with Lauren all the time. I'm working. I got my car. I start, I was with Aaron. Like I wasn't really thinking about it all that much until one day randomly my mother brings up, you know, Hey, Bonnie's pregnant and engaged and she's having a baby shower. Like, uh, we're going to go take her some gifts. And I'm just like, hell yeah, like, let's go. That sounds fun. But it also kind of like blew my mind that someone I knew was going to be married and have a baby soon. Like, because remember, Bonnie was like four or five years older than I was. So mid 20s at this point, And I'm like 19. So to me, everyone that I hung out with, Lauren was 20. She had 
her ex-boyfriend Rob at the time who had proposed to her or whatever or, or Bobbert I think I named him Bobbert or Rob something like that and then her brothers and Aaron of course and his family but like all of them were like my age or younger or like 20 or younger so nobody was getting married nobody would well some people were having babies but like that's a whole teen mom situation and I'm not going to get into it because that's a whole other story but so we go to this baby shower and I'm really excited I go in it's like you guys let me describe this to you because I've never been to another baby shower like this because mine was not like this mine was just like everybody shows up and has cupcakes and there's balloons and streamers and a couple games like this was such a cool baby shower like I'd never been to one like this there was like it was carnival themed and I think it was at her soon-to-be mother-in-law's house at the time um and they had like a popcorn machine and a cotton candy machine and there was like quote-unquote carnival games in back in the backyard like they were doing like toss across games and like don't drop the egg along with you know typical baby shower games like the 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 clothespins don't say baby game or like whatever else you know and there was like a gender reveal and all this stuff like I said mine didn't have any of this at all and so um <laughs> yeah so yeah it was just like really nice and there was tons of people tons of people a lot of older people with like their kids came when I say older people I mean older like as in mid to late 20s even some people in their 30s people that her fiance worked with people that she worked with like people that were friends of their families you know mainly a lot of just a lot of people I didn't know so um she did kind of say hi to us and sat near us when she was opening gifts but besides like saying hi like how are you it's good to see you she didn't really talk a whole lot which I kind of understand it it's kind of like a lot going on with a lot of people, a lot of games, a lot of snacks and food, like a lot of everything. And let me tell you, there was maybe like 15 people at my baby shower. And even I, even it was a lot for me, even though it didn't have as much stuff as hers did. So can you imagine going to baby shower with like 50 plus people, plus all that extra shit going on? Like I can imagine like how, how much work went into it and how much talking she was already having to do to everyone else and play games with people and like try and like talk about baby stuff and like keep people entertained and making sure people were ha like you know what I mean like so I totally I totally understand but again we hadn't been close in a couple years so like I said I really wasn't expecting her to be like oh my god and like have this big thing with me I knew she wasn't going to do that anyways so baby shower goes off without a hitch, everything's great, everything is fun, and again, after the baby shower goes right back to I'm never really caring about her, um, I don't really know anything of her, and we're going to have to rocket jump a couple more years, don't worry, I'm not going to do a new segment for this one. So we rocket jump probably about, I want let's say two years, so I now am living with Aaron, we're living at his parents' house at the time, and... We're hanging out and we're relaxing at this park down the street from his house. And out of nowhere, I get this feeling like, you know, when someone's like staring a hole into you, 
that's and you can like feel it that's what I felt and I turn around and there's this girl who looks super familiar and it's Bonnie and she's walking with her now husband and they're they're walking their like stroller with their little baby in it and I'm just like oh like hi like saying hi to her because like okay like I guess you live around here hi like but this girl does not respond. She doesn't say shit, doesn't talk, just walks by me, giving me the like mean mugging, dirty looks like the entire time. Won't say again, is not saying anything. Her husband's not saying anything. He's just kind of like staring us down too. And I'm just kind of like the fuck, like girl, you know me like the fuck. And I'm just like confused, but also kind of creeped out because like, okay, girl. Okay. Chill. Like, I ain't here to fight you, like, I'm just at the park. Alright, and this is where we're gonna have to take one more rocket jump on the next segment, but this is where things get even kind of weirder. So let's go ahead and rocket jump to the next segment, you guys. So we're gonna rocket jump about a couple more months and I see her again and I start seeing her around more frequently and every time I do, she keeps giving me dirty looks. Um, and like I said, at first I would kind of try to say hi and be like, oh, like, what's up, you know? And she would never respond. She'd always just give me nasty looks. Sometimes her husband would be with her and he would give me nasty looks as well. What for? I have no idea, but whatever. Anyways, I eventually give up on that because they never responded and never said anything to me. It would just give me dirty looks. And when I started telling my mom about this and how it was super weird and like it made me really uncomfortable, my mom was just like, well, she lives near you, but you guys haven't seen each other in a long time. So she's probably like, you know, she's a new mom. She's tired. Like she's, it's probably not you. Like it's probably fine. She's just, from what I know, she just hasn't been doing so well. So like maybe just leave her alone. So um, eventually though, she did kind of disappear from the area and I never really saw her again or heard of her or heard from her or anything ever again. And life kind of went on as normal. Rocket jump again from a few months to now it's 2015. It's towards the end of the summer. We're getting ready to move out of our Escalon house. So two, like two and a half years and I'm at this company picnic with my mom for her job. We're running around this place called John's Incredible Pizza. Me and my mom and my sister having a crazy time, just having the best time ever when we go to sit down and eat our lunch. And as we're sitting down to eat our lunch, I see this girl. And you guys, I did not know this girl. I did not recognize this girl from anywhere. But she's with these two guys. Her and these two guys that, again, I don't know them from anywhere. I've never seen them before. Like, they're all just like looking at each other and then talking and then they're pointing at me and they're like talking and whispering and I'm like the fuck like I don't even know you people and then they start following me it's like I can see them they're kind of at a distance but I kept catching them out of the corner of my eye like say I went to play this certain game they'd be like three machines away and I could like see them or if I got on the like one of the rides I could look out and they would be like right there and giving me dirty looks and I'm just like the the fuck I don't know you people who the fuck are you like who the fuck even are you anyways I didn't say anything to them I just kind of 
after a while went over towards my mom and my sister and I like pointed them out and I'm like guys like they're like following me I don't know who these people are like the fuck are you seeing this like am I crazy like what is going on and my mom kind of is just like oh that's Bonnie you guys my jaw hit the fucking floor that's Bonnie first of all the whole time I'd known Bonnie, she'd never been, she was not like, she wasn't fat, but she'd never been skinny, okay? She was never like a skinny little girl. But she was now, she was skinny as hell. Skinny as hell and blonde. She'd never been a blonde. The whole time I'd known her, she'd always had super dark hair. She'd always worn glasses. She must have been wearing contacts now because she didn't have glasses. She was blonde as fuck and skinny as fuck. And I'm just like, the fuck? And she, not only that, she was like one of them little like, nerdy like almost alternative nerdy type girls no now she totally dressed like in a how do i explain it ghetto ghetto is the only way i can explain it she hella dressed ghetto and i'm like the fuck whoa girl like you look so different like i didn't i was saying that in my head because i didn't go up to her and say it because like for some reason something about her was just throwing me off my game it was just throwing me off my vibe and the fact that she every time i'd seen her in the last couple years had only ever given me dirty looks and never spoken to me it's just a whole uncomfortable thing so eventually i ran into red i said hi to red um didn't say nothing about bonnie because that was weird so when we left there, I started talking to my mom about it again, and my mom was just like, yeah, she was just wondering why you weren't coming to say hi to her. And I was just like, I didn't know it was her. Like, I didn't know it was her. And who were those guys with her? Because I don't know them either. And she's like, oh yeah, I think those are like some of her friends. And like, they just came just to be coming over here and like hanging out, you know? And I'm just like, well, I didn't know it was her and I don't know them. So I wasn't going to go say hi. <laughs> And my mom was just like, I know, it's just a weird situation, just kind of like, you know, some stuff. In the last two and a half years, or three years or so, since the baby shower, a lot had happened. So my mom kind of started explaining to me, basically, she got into some stuff. She worked at I either Kmart or Walmart, I don't remember, but while she was there, she got fired for stealing. And then she went back, used her employee code to get in and steal stuff out of everybody's locker after she didn't work there anymore and then was arrested so she'd been in jail for a little while you know like i'm not and i'm not saying all people who go to jail you know there's of course there's people out there who make one stupid mistake and then they you know this wasn't that she'd been doing stuff other stuff too besides just stealing from her job like a lot of other stuff so I guess she'd went down kind of like a darker path for a long time and so now her kids yes plural kids she had two of them were now in custody of her mother and she kind of was just like coming and going from her mother's house So I guess the lesson learned here is sometimes people are meant to be in your life for only a short time and when they leave your life time goes in on and people change and they grow and sometimes not in the most positive ways and I think if they ever come back into your life it's not always meant 
that you're supposed to be friends again. It's, sometimes it's like they come into your life just, just because, I don't know, but like sometimes just because they're there doesn't mean they need to be part of your life or they've come back into your atmosphere, but it doesn't mean they need to be part of your life anymore. Does that make sense? So lesson learned is this, just because you're friends with someone in the beginning and then they, they leave and come back, just because they come back doesn't mean you need to take them back into your life. That makes more sense. There we go. That's what I was trying to say, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, until next week, you guys have a good day. Have a good week. All that jazz. Love you. See you next time.